God. No, I don't I'm, have a lot of no, the, I don't no, have a lot of I, the Super Bowl. I don't want to talk about the Cowboys until the playoffs next year. That is my rule. Jerry Jones, yeah, you but, don't care about the playoffs. We don't care about the regular that's season. A good line for the show. Welcome back to the unrestricted folks. Hi. Vex, hey. Wally, saying hi, and Bob. Hi. Hey. Bob, there you go. Hi, Bob. Super Bowl week, boys. Hey, Wally. <laughs> <laughs> I miss Super Bowl. I enjoyed, we, you and I, yep. we went to one Super Bowl together as a radio uh, team. Yep. I think we, that was Houston, right? No, we went to, um, actually, you know what? We did not go. We The only time we did a Super Bowl show that I remember was when, Lundy took us to Vegas. Oh yeah, that's right. From Hooters Casino. Yeah, we yeah. stayed. We, that we, was an amazing week. We didn't even stay in Hooters Casino. We stayed at we stayed at some hotel next door yep. to the Hooters Casino. Yeah, they and Hooters was just opening, and they were still cutting wood and stuff like that in the lobby. Yes, they weren't even ready. And I thought to myself, I said, "Let me think." I said, "If Hooters wanted us to come back." After this visit, how could they do that? Well, they can make us win at gambling. Well, how are they going to do that? There's only one way that a that a casino can make you win, and that's by rigging the the slot machines, which obviously they can do. Mm-hmm. And they did, and I did quite well. I think I I think I came home with about two thousand dollars from that really? on that trip. I yeah. didn't remember that part of it. Yeah, but that hit, was a great trip. I hit Wheel of Fortune twice. Well, once for twelve hundred, another one for a thousand. Nice. Yeah, that was a good Super Bowl week. I remember that very well. Yeah, we went to the Italian restaurant. Oh, it was amazing. I I, I got to tell you about that. Uh, it was called Casa d'Amor. Right, right. Uh, and Lundy said to me, he says, "You know what? You're Italian." He says, "You ordered these appetizers for the table." I go, "Oh shit! All right." Yeah. And it was one of the best meals, best Italian meals I've ever had in my life. It's very good. True story that you don't know, Walter. Okay. Years later, I'm dating this gal, and I was like, God, they had the best. I want to say it was like a stuffed pork chop that I had that night. Something, okay. I, I believe it was a stuffed pork chop. I the said, night you and I went? Yeah, the okay. night you and I went. Okay. I said it was so good. I, I'd love to make it. And she goes, well, call out there. See if you can get somebody. So I did. They gave me the old lady, like this old Italian gal who was the owner. <laughs> and she goes, I'd love to give you the recipe. And she she told me the recipe over the phone. Really? And we made it, and it was fantastic. Holy crap, true that's story. awesome. Yeah, true story. That's awesome. We are totally off the rails. It's Super no, Bowl week. It's Super Bowl, and that, that's that's one of the better Super Bowl stories. We only, I only went to one Super Bowl as a member of the... Ticket 760 team. And I don't know if they've ever gone to another one since, but we, uh, Andrew Ashwood and, and all of us got together and we went to the, uh, the 2000, what turned out to be the 2002 Super Bowl. That was Tom Brady's first championship. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, a couple of things I remember from that trip, uh, also a very nice gambling trip, uh, at the Harris Casino. I walked out of there with another two grand. And ended up treating Laura Green, myself, uh, a friend of mine from uh, from uh, the New York area, and we all and treated them to lunch at Emerald's restaurant. Nice. Nice. Uh, as soon as, as soon as Andrew told us we were going to New Orleans for the Super Bowl, I booked lunch at Emerald's. I couldn't get dinner because it was already sold out. But we got a we had a lunch at Emerald's restaurant, That's which was fantastic. pretty cool. Fantastic. Fantastic. And the morning. 
of the Super Bowl. We did the Super Bowl show. It was me and Charlie Parker and Chris Duell and I forget whoever. Don Harris was on there as well. Uh, and I said, you know, what, what do you think is going to happen to the Super Bowl? So we go all the way around and all that's on the table. And I go, I think it's going to be a close game. And I think uh, the Patriots going to win a close game. And I think uh, Adam Vinatieri is going to uh, kick the game-winning field goal. Bingo. Yeah. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> yes. And that's exactly what I said. And that, that was never played again for some crazy reason. I don't know if they didn't record it or whatever, but that should have been recorded forever. Yep. Uh, I was dead on. But those were the. And the other, one more memory Andrew Ashwood got sick that weekend, so he couldn't go. He ended up staying in his hotel room to watch the game. So I ended up going with his girlfriend, and we sat at the 50 yard line at the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yes. That's fantastic. I mean, we had great freaking seats. Oh, my God. So I've never been to a Super Bowl as a member of the media, I've only been as a fan. Okay. I've been twice, uh, both Houston Super Bowls. And. Um, I got to be honest, being in the arena, being in the stadium, not that much fun. It's a it's a pretty um I corporate. don't know, whitewashed environment. Like yeah, but did not you go rowdy. to the, did you go to the stuff before? Yeah, all that stuff's good. All that stuff That is, is good. stuff because I yeah, took my son the to NFL the NFL experience. Yeah, I took my son to the Houston Super Bowl and we had a he had an absolute blast down there. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah that I mean, stuff's pretty good. But and once the game starts, it's yeah. not that great in the stadium. And what are they saying the tickets are like $12,500 is what I saw. Yeah. I mean, goodness gracious. Look, this is going to be a great game. I'm completely looking forward to it. The line has moved all over the place, down to one, now back up to two and a half. I, is I it back up to two and a half? That's what I saw this morning. I mean, it's shifted around a whole bunch, and I imagine it depends where you're shopping your, your market, Caesars or MGM or whatever. I wouldn't have uh, thought that this would be the way I would go, but after watching the games in this postseason, watching all of them, I've come to the conclusion that the Chiefs are going to win this Super Bowl. They got a better defense. I think their offense is, is just as good, if not better, than the Niners. And I think, you know, and when you're picking a coach, I think you can go with Andy Reid. So I, I think the Chiefs win the Super Bowl. You know, I, the, the sun shines on a dog's ass at least once in their life. You got your one like 20 years ago. Shut up. <laughs> on being perfectly right on the Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh, oh I think he was talking about me. I didn't realize for a second. Yeah. Go, okay. Um, look, I know you're a Niners fan, Bob. And here's the thing. If you're going to take the Niners side and that they are that big of favorites, honestly, is a big surprise to me. I, I don't know what's keeping this game from being a pick em, right? Why would the Niners... What 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 about the Niners makes them two and a half point favorites over the Chiefs? I don't know. Anybody have any good reason? It's a good question. Their deep again, their defense has been exploited. Uh, and whereas Kansas City has their defense appears to me to be getting better and better every week. Uh, and and how how do you go against Patrick Mahomes? I, I don't know how you do that. And Travis Kelsey and those guys have proven it on this stage before. They did they've done this. Yeah. There's this Niner group. This Niner group really hasn't done it. I mean, yeah, there's some holdovers. That's Yeah, that's my only worry, actually, is the Chiefs' experience in this game. It's the been there, done that. We can do whatever. The 49ers aren't going to be able to knock them out at all. They're going to go, okay, we've been here before. In fact, we came back by over 10 points with these guys four years ago. Yes, they did. Well, here's the thing. that I, The one thing that could throw a wrench into the Chiefs' plans would be an incredible game by McCaffrey, an incredible game by Debo, 
uh, if he's if he's healthy enough to play and, and be effective, the and and uh, and the tight end, uh, if those three guys can get things going, then they could throw a big wrench into the Chiefs' uh, plans well, and and win the Super Bowl. Well, Debo is fully healthy, and yeah, they were talking about using him on special teams as a return guy as well. So he's fully fully healthy. So, and and uh, and and uh, with George the other, Kittle. No, the other guy, the other uh, Ayuk. Yeah, and there's another guy. There's another guy that can. Um, so they have they have weapons. So we'll see. They have the weapons, but I just have to go back to this for a second. I can't believe the lines two and a half. We haven't seen San Francisco do anything that was really all that impressive um, in these playoffs so far. I mean, yeah, if you remember the regular season, they were a juggernaut. But you know, I guess coming back is impressive. But that they were down that much kind of mitigates how much I'm impressed with the fact that they came back, right? And the Chiefs, frankly, have impressed me at every stop. Like, so to me... The Chiefs were down too, so don't forget that. To to me, this game boils down to two things. How Brock Purdy starts, Mm -hmm. and maybe the rest of the 49ers as well, because they've been notoriously bad in the first quarter and a half during these playoffs. And then secondly how the Chiefs finish. Because the Chiefs, if you remember last week, yeah, they, or two weeks ago, I suppose it will be, um, against the Ravens, they had 17 points and a half. They didn't score the whole second half. They can't go a half without scoring against the 49ers and expect to win. No, and if and if this is a close game, I would favor the Chiefs. If, if this hits the under, the over-under right now on ESPN bet is 47 and a half. If this is in the under territory, yeah, I think the Chiefs have the edge if this is in the over i think it's the 49ers in a in a shootout okay it could be the 49ers in a shootout it could be it could it's not hard for me to imagine patrick mahomes winning in a shootout and and kyle shanahan if you're listening if you win the toss don't defer don't defer take the ball score the points take the ball get out and score early yeah i'd say that's crucial for them i haven't made my pick yet i'm still on the fence but there is no way I'm taking Niners minus two and a half. Well, there's no way I'm giving points. If, nor am I. If you can find a book with two and a half, go take it right now. ESPN bet has the line a at book. one and a half. One and a half. Okay. Just, just just thinking about Super Bowl and gambling and betting just just drives me nuts that we don't have that here in Texas, which is just outrageous. I, I know people do a lot of, and listen, it's illegal to bet on offshore stuff. It just is. Um, but everybody does it anyway. Doesn't matter. I don't. I don't. I've but everybody never, else does. Well, I'm sure, I'm sure I know they do, you don't. But everybody does. Hundred billion is what they say. The mar. The, but wouldn't the you like to? Go, wouldn't you like to go downtown? Go, go downtown San Antonio somewhere to the to, to the sports bar and it's it's just it just begs it begs for this for the state to have it. It's unbelievable because, that they don't because Texans are by nature major gamblers. I mean, we just are. Like I I would ponder this guess. There is probably more illegal sports betting in the state of Texas on a week-to-week basis than any other state in the union. Of course, because New York doesn't doesn't have illegal gambling now. The, now they have actual gambling. Yeah, the, now. St- the state of New York one billion dollars in tax revenue. They have outdone the Nevada. One New billion. Jersey, New York area has more more sports gaming than Nevada does. Yep. That should tell you. That's something. a 
That's a huge economic impact. Yeah, that's a billion bucks. Yeah, have you watched? ESPN's been running outside the lines a four-part series since they canceled the actual outside the lines show, but a four-part series on on betting and sports books and and everything. And the one thing they pointed out is. When Las Vegas started their What Happens in Vegas Stays in Vegas campaign, they tried to buy an ad during the Super Bowl and were told, no, you're not allowed. And yep. now we're hosting a game in Las Vegas. Yes. Las Vegas Crazy. has a team. Yeah. They're soon going to have an NBA team. They're going to have a baseball team. What Happens in Vegas only happens in Vegas. Yeah, things shifted very quickly on that, didn't they? Yeah, and the, and the tax revenue across the country is $6 billion. Wow. And that doesn't include, you're right, it doesn't include Texas. Texas, biggest betters behind closed doors, yeah. outside in public, going to church. <laughs> Wouldn't you just, I would just love to play, and we did when we went to Vegas, Jeff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We played that that big uh, prop bet card. Oh, yeah. It was like 20 bets, and we told Super the listeners, fun. you know, we're going to put $10, $10 on this, and if we hit it, you know, we'll we'll do a party and stuff like that. I would love to place all those prop bets. The prop bets are, are a lot of fun, and that, would, to me, uh, knowing what I know, I would always, I would bet parlays at least once a week and, and stop playing the lottery. Um, yeah, those put, are fun. Long, yeah, t- long odds parlays. Yeah, what the hell? And yeah. if you hit one of them, you get, you know, t- t- I don't know, 20,000, 50,000, 100,000, whatever it is. They're super fun. Yeah. Do you want to hear some props? Let's go. All right. Uh, let me do this fast because we're running out of time. Um, what uniform will Drake wear? Because he's such a front runner. He's always at the Super Bowl and he's always got somebody's jersey on. He's minus 170 on the Chiefs. Really? Yeah. Who cares? Will a player right, be ejected for fighting? No. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no is minus 1,600. Yes, plus 700. Will there be a proposal? No. And that's by any no. player? No. And, and, that's and by Kel- any, any proposal? Kelsey, Kelsey said yesterday there, there will, there's no ring coming at this well, point. I mean, plus it's 210. Plus two ten on no. It's plus ten sixty on Kelsey proposing to Taylor. My God, I would love to see that at halftime, just to screw with everybody in the in the in all the all the old white people that that are just so sour on this whole. Rela- oh, well, this is a made up relationship between the Democrats and Joe Biden. Shut the hell up! I, I mean, really, conspiracies uh, oh. exist, but not no. they don't abound. Conspiracies and irony. So the Republican Party totally anti Taylor Swift and the Chiefs. Rooting for San Francisco, the most LGBT-friendly <laughs> city funny. in the country. You're funny. right. That's a good right. point. Very good point. Um, uh, Just good, that, so they're not even going to watch it. <laughs> uh, will a kicker have a doink? You know, hit, hit the upright. I would bet on that, sure. That What's is, the odds? Plus 400 on, uh, on yes. I, would, I, I would. it should be more. I would take that yes and make it Jake Moody. He's He's scary to me. Here's what I would bet on. I would also bet on the score because you can get a huge payoff by getting by guessing the correct score. Yeah, yeah. That's <clears throat> if you get that right, it hits hard. Like fifteen thousand to one kind of thing. It's so really hard to yeah. get the exact score. So are we? Ex- so are we? Are we expecting a Taylor Swift tracker like we get a Santa tracker on Christmas Day tracking her? <laughs> you can bet on the number of appearances she makes on television. By the way. Uh, you can bet on whether the power will go out. You can bet on Reba oh. McIntyre's anthem going plus or minus ninety seconds. Oh, I which take, is which yeah. is pretty quick, by the way. 
in the scheme. Is that what it is? 90 seconds? Yeah, yeah but country, that's normally good. closer to two minutes. Yeah, but country artists generally go the under. It's the, you know, the R&B that generally go the over. Not that I know anything about this. You know who's not singing a national anthem? Oh, God, no. No, 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 no. He's definitely take the over on this one. Toby Keith. <laughs> Oh, Toby Keith. unfortunately, Toby Keith yeah. died today. Yeah, about rest, that? yeah, rest in peace, Toby oh. Keith. Jeff Bexler did not know that. Did you not uh, know this? Uh-uh. Yeah, he died today. 60, Toby 62. Keith died? Yeah. 62 had stomach yeah, he, cancer. He was died battling today. stomach cancer, yeah. Huh? Holy shit. Imagine that. I think that crazy. joke was too soon, bro. <laughs> he probably was. I'm just going to be honest. Yeah, for Toby that Keith. That was heartless. Fans. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Fucking A. Yeah, rest in peace, Toby. Um, all right, here's hey, some listen, of the my- listen, the day he died, I said Dale Earnhardt Jr. did not die of cancer. <laughs> yes, you did. Yes, you did. I seem to not, remember that. It was not cancer. <laughs> you know who else has cancer? King Charles III. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Okay. There you go. All right, here's Thanks, my Bob. here's my favorite bets. Go back taking a nap. <laughs> my favorite bets are this. Uh Kelsey to win the MVP is plus 1600. That I would is, I would put that, that, that one. Really good odds. For a guy that you gotta figure is gonna be a major part of the game plan. All right, here's a, here's my question to you: If Kelsey, say Kelsey catches three touchdowns, is he gonna be the MVP, or is it gonna be Patrick Mahomes who threw him the three touchdowns? I well, think it depends what he does in yards after the catch. That's if, that's if, where it gets dicey, yeah. right? It, 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 anything that Kelsey does is a product of what Mahomes has done. Yeah. Right? So who gets the MVP? I don't know, but I would tell you that because he's dating Taylor Swift and he is so much in the forefront these days, that doesn't hurt his odds, okay? That helps. Uh, but, that helps. But but if all he's doing is catching balls and getting tackled right away, said balls. it's... It's Mahomes. <laughs> <laughs> if, if he has a lot of yards after the catch and makes a lot after and does a lot of explosive things with the ball, yeah. maybe, but... I still love that bet. Plus 1,600 is okay. really long you. for a guy yeah. that I could Set easily long. envision um, winning well, this. I mean, generally, the MVP is a quarterback, so... How about this? Will the MVP mention Taylor Swift? No. Plus 650? No. Wait, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. So... The person most likely to mention Taylor Swift during their MVP speech is Kelsey. only plus sixteen hundred, but the mention of Taylor Swift is. So who else is going to mention her? I don't parlay. know. Like, like I'll like, take the parlay. Okay. Kelsey the MVP, and then mention Taylor Swift. Yeah, that's he'll a only good one. mention Taylor Swift if he gets asked about it. Oh God! I, I could see Patrick Mahomes winning and making a joke like, "You know, we owe it all to Taylor." All right, let me keep going. Patrick, I love this bet. Patrick Mahomes under 265 passing yards. Look, we seem Ooh. to remember Patrick Mahomes as a guy who puts up 400-yard passing games. That's not who he's been. That's not who this team is Not this anymore. season, yeah. No, and, and, and I don't think their game plan is going to be for him to go out there and chuck it around. Doesn't have a Tyreek Hill the way he used to, so he doesn't get the 70-yard burst plays the way he used to. I could with Pacheco. Pacheco's a nickel and dime guy. They're going to throw underneath. You know what I mean? Like, this is going to be a short passing game. I love Patrick Mahomes under 265. I like this one. This is like five stars. Purdy over 13.5 rushing yards. Over. Way over. Way over. That is low. I agree. Because in the playoffs, he's, he's done that a lot. 
that's actually been the key to what he's been doing. His average is way over 13 yards in the playoffs. Oh, definitely take and, the over on and that. And here's the parlay on that one, Wally. And Purdy over 3.5 rushing attempts. Yeah. Ooh, rushing attempts. Programmed rushing attempts or just scrambles? Rushing attempts. That's okay. how it's defined. And guess what counts as a rush? Kneel downs. He could kneel if the if the Niners win this game, he could wind up kneeling down one, two, three times yeah, to, to win. I mean, he could get to three and a half almost just on the kneel downs. Yeah. Here's here's the one I don't understand. The over-under for each of the quarterbacks for touchdowns, passing touchdowns, just one and a half. Yeah, I'm telling you, I don't think people see the shootout coming. I would like over on that. Yeah. Okay, so I have a real serious uh, gambling personal problem here. Ready? Do you need to call a hotline? No, 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 no. I'm all right. I'm all right. (laughs) I I laid $150 on the 49ers about midseason to win it all, to win $800. So if they win, I make $800. Should I hedge... For a hundred, you put a one fifty down to make, to win eight hundred. Correct. That's a terrible bet. Why? Because you're not making any money for your one hundred and fifty dollars. Eight hundred bucks. Whoop de do. I mean, that's like six times. That's pretty good. But yeah, I that's... put one hundred fifty dollars on a number in the roulette wheel. I'm making a lot of money. Yeah, that's like rich people problems. They're like putting money down like months ago. But should I hedge? Of course, you should hedge. I should, right? And just take four hundred automatic dollars. Right, so I can take the other side in this. Take Kansas City, and there's that the, what they're offering you? Four hundred dollars. They're the underdog, approximately. I'm just using loose figures to make it make sense. But yeah, I mean, I can split this where I I'm guaranteed to make four hundred. I would get out if I were you. Yeah, take the hedge. I would. All right, all right. Yeah, Bob. Uh, do you think they're gonna win? I think they might lose. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> they might lose. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, makes sense. <laughs> Uh, All right, oh. I'm picking the uh, my official pick. I'm taking the Chiefs. Chiefs win the Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm with you. I think the Chiefs Bob, win also. No, Mr. I've, 49er. I've I've had a running thing that I'm taking the 49ers since they came out of the bye. Yeah, but you, know, you could change it now. No, I'm not. Okay, I'm give not. Me an ability no, to change. No, you want to change? I'm I'm not betting. I'm not betting with my head. I'm betting with my heart. I who's winning the game, Bob? Come on, 49er man. Are the Chiefs able to run like Green Bay and Detroit was able to run? Do they get a lot of explosive running plays? What happens in the defensive secondary with tackling in the 49ers? Mm-hmm. I hope they've gotten their head screwed on straight because they looked listless defensively the last two games. I think they turn it around. I think the, the week off helps them. I don't think the practice field helps them, which is a little bit of a conspiracy theory pro Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm taking no. I'm, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to run with my boys. I'm always going to run with my boys. I'm okay. sorry. I'm a homer. Let's move to hoops. And a liar. I'm sorry. <laughs> move to hoops because the uh, trade deadline is uh, coming up. Yes. Five days, four days? Yes. Yeah. February 9th? I Thursday. Think. Oh, is it Thursday? Yes, two days okay. away. Two days away. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, uh, as far as the Spurs are concerned, I think they make trades to get rid of pieces that uh, that they don't need. Uh, you know, uh, like Doug McDermott. I, I don't expect. And the Spurs are up to the rodeo road trip. So I, I think we've seen the last of Doug McDermott in San Antonio. Uh, and I don't know. Is there maybe Zach Collins? Maybe. I don't know. Whoever's Whoever the Spurs can deal, they should trade. Yeah, I think so, too. And I think they will. And I think that um, probably Devontae Graham either gets dealt or cut. 
um, <laughs> one or the other on that. Would you expect Keldon Johnson to be moved? That's the that's the big question, right? And I, I just haven't heard any rumors of that, like that sound like a successful trade de- destination for Keldon Johnson. So I'm betting on no. Keldon doesn't get moved. Hmm. I don't know. It'll be it's fascinating to see. Um, but if the and if the Spurs do make a deal, this is what they're gonna. They're not gonna get better at the trade deadline. Let's let's all can we all agree to that? Oh yeah. That is not the that is not the 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 objective here to be better. Their objective should be to get draft picks, uh, get expiring contracts uh, that will keep them more flexible. And give them a, a, and more draft picks more than expiring contracts. They don't need cap space because they can't get free agents. Get the draft picks that way they can make trades and they can do uh, you know they can make a trade like uh, like Oklahoma City uh, Thunder did. What do you guys make of the LeBron trade rumors? Have y'all read about this? Yeah, he's not okay. going anywhere. Well, there's a there's a serious reporter from Los Angeles. I don't know if you've seen this. I think mm-hmm. I I just saw it this morning, so I don't know how old it is. But there's a very serious reporter from Los Angeles who says that LeBron is at the top of the Lakers trade list. Like, and 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 some of the rumors have him going to either Philadelphia or back to Miami. Now, if, okay. he, if he makes those moves, he puts himself in a better position to win a title right now than he's currently in in L.A. Agree? Sure. Well, Philadelphia definitely needs somebody after the Embiid meniscus. Yeah. For sure. And, you know, if he comes back by playoffs. ESPN just had a banner go through that said breaking news. Embiid is out at least four weeks. <laughs> so that's breaking news, really? Yeah, really. Four weeks? I figured it'd be longer, to be honest. Yeah, I mean. At it, least, it said at least four weeks. Well, so. they said they did not rule out his return in the regular season. Yeah, well, that's so lofty. But yeah. if, if he returned to Miami, I mean, Miami becomes terrifying. Yeah. Not nearly as terrifying terrifying to me as the pairing of Embiid and 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 LeBron in Philadelphia. That's the scariest one to me. No. I don't think he gets moved. I, I don't I, listen, the, the his agent said they they're not moving him, so uh he doesn't want to get traded and he won't be traded. So, we'll see what we'll see what happens, but I I find it very interesting with the Spurs what they're going to do. Um and the other night you got to go as far as the Spurs. The big news for them is what happened on Friday night in their in that one point loss to New Orleans. I mean, if you're sitting home watching that game, just like I was, you had to think to yourself, and 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 I, I I'll be honest, I haven't watched every second of every game for the Spurs, but and any game that I've watched, I have never seen an inbounds play where they go right to Wemby on an alley-oop. I've never seen that. I don't know why I haven't seen that. I don't know why they're not running that play, but that should have been the freaking play the other night. Everybody knows it. Uh, and Pop said something to the, and I'm not quite sure what the truth is here, but you know, uh, that was the play. Devin Vassell did something else or something like uh, is what Pop's explanation was. But why is that? Why would that be allowed to happen? I, I don't I don't know if that was the truth or not. But every inbounds play that the Spurs have from here on out should be a Wemby alley-oop. If it's not, they're doing it wrong. I have said this about the Spurs since early in the season. We are the worst passing team in the NBA. And it is okay. passing to me, Walter, is the most underrated skill in professional basketball. It is rare to have great passers, and when you have one, you know it. Ginobili, 
Chris Paul, these guys. He's never talked about. It. I agree it, with that. It, it never gets the attention. Nope. Re, hell, rebounds get way more attention. Sure. And rebounds are cheap, right? Making a great pass is, is a skill. Is a major skill. Rebounds is an effort. And I watched that last play that got drawn up by the Spurs Friday night. I watched it over and over again, slow motion. It goes to Vassell up top. Wimby, smartly, makes a quick break to the rim. And Walter, he's got a yard, yard and a half off his defender. If Vassell... It doesn't even matter. He's seven foot a thousand. He can make the catch anywhere. It's true. And Vassell... Use his freaking height for the love of God. And Vassell is such an ineffective passer. He doesn't look... For the pass. Great passers are always looking to pass. Vassell is looking to score. He, he, wanted, to, he wanted to make the play. He doesn't even see Wimby wide ass open. Don't get Rolling it. to the I rim. I don't understand. That is bad basketball. And I'm a Vassell fan, but that is bad basketball right there. I don't understand why it wasn't, why it's not drilled into their heads. Look for Wemby. Look for Wemby. Hey, by the way, uh, guys, don't forget to look for Wemby. That's the guy. Let's, let's. How do you miss him? He's seven foot six. I don't know. I don't know why all the plays are not for him. Because of the personnel we have. I mean, let's think about this. Over his career, how many great passes have you seen from Keldon Johnson? I, I could make the pass to Wemby on that play, can't you? It doesn't have to be super creative. I agree with you. But think about the personnel we have. Keldon Johnson, when is when are his great passes? Do you ever see any? Do you no. ever see Devin no. Vassell make great looks? No. 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 Trey I mean, Jones is the only guy. He's the exception, yeah. right? No. But essentially, we have a roster of shoot-first guys, and that doesn't work too nope. well yeah. when you have okay. a seven-foot-four target. Here's the other thing I would say about Wemby. And uh, for me, a team that's 10 and 40 should never have an all-star. But Wemby is clearly uh, a guy who's, who, who changes that equation. And, and this, is, this is my proposal. I put it out on social media a couple of days ago. And they, should, they, should, they don't even need to contact me, give me credit for this. But the best rookie at the halfway mark should be on the all-star team. They could put a vote to it. Hmm. They could put three, four guys out from each conference who are the best rookies at, say, whatever game mark, 30 games. Uh, put those guys on a ballot or in a different vote. And then the fans, media, coaches, whoever wants to vote for it, you vote for the best rookie, and that rookie gets to the All-Star game. How? There's no reason why Wemby should not be in the All-Star game. He's not the, He's not one of the best players in the in the, in the the league, league at no. this point, but he is the best rookie, and rookies should be, the best rookie in the league should be on each, each All-Star team. But Agreed? The, yeah, but the All-Star game is an exhibition game, and don't you want your most flashy 20-year-old playing in the game? Of course, of course. you do. The how future did, face of the league. How, how, did, how did he not get get in on the in the on normal the way? Yeah, I don't, know. I don't know. I don't know. Though the, though, for the All-Star game, you see they're doing an all-LED glass floor. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yep. I look forward to yep. seeing that. And, the, and they haven't said how much it costs other than it costs more than wood. <laughs> A lot would a lot be the answer. I got right. bad news, though, for the Spurs fans. I'm afraid that the Clippers could win a title. I know. They're good. Yeah. They've been really oh, good. Yeah. And, and Kawhi is obviously leading the way. He is on a mission. He sure Kawhi is. looks like old He's Kawhi. Playing. It's scary. And James Harden works. Yep. In, At in this that point, system. it is. Yeah. It actually works. had a huge game last night. Wally, I hate to tell you, I only have about two minutes and then right, I got go. a bust. Real quick ones. Um, all right. I know we talked about this pre-show. 
We Are the World, the documentary. Fascinating. Absolutely awesome. The story of USA for Africa, mm -hmm. We Are the World, for those who aren't old enough to remember it. It is an exceptional documentary. I, I, I loved it. I loved it. Two quick ones out of it. The Kenny Loggins story that he told about Paul Simon saying that if a bomb dropped down there, that John Denver would back, be back on the top of the charts <laughs> is absolutely line. hilarious. Yes. And then the fact that Al Jarreau, who was big back then, showed up completely drunk and could just about get his part done. He had to do it like, uh, I don't know, like 10 takes before he can get his, uh, his thing done. Crazy. I'm totally surprised that they didn't go in to all the drugs those singers were using oh, backstage. Drugs. Oh, God. My. It was 6 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. You think they stayed up on their own power? No, clearly not. No. But it was a, it was a great night of greatness. It really was. Uh, Apollo Creed, Carl Weathers died this week. To me, Rocky is the best sports movie of all time, and it's not even close. Yeah, I don't think that's debatable, really. I don't, yeah. Uh, and maybe, and maybe perhaps, at least to me, Rocky was the greatest movie of all time. Not for me, but... Kay. Greatest movie of all time. Okay, yes. that's harsh. Uh, quickly, there's a documentary that came out last night. I haven't had a chance to see it on Rick the Nature Boy Flair. Cannot wait! <laughs> Never into wrestling, wait. I don't care. Cannot wait. Have, oh, he's just a great did, character. Did, did you go see Whoa. Iron Claw when it was out? Of course. Okay. Very good movie. All right, a couple of, couple of uh, quick ones on grandstanding here. Pat Mahomes' father, he played for the Mets back in the day. He was busted for a third time with DWI this week oh in Texas in, in his hometown of Tyler. And he was allowed to go to Vegas to be with his son, which is fine. But when will Texas crack down on drinking and driving? The Anytime same? soon? Uh, no. No. Probably not. And the greatest city in the world should host the greatest sporting event in the world, regardless of how crappy MetLife Stadium is in the New York, New Jersey area. Screw you, Dallas. <laughs> what? What? What do you mean? Until, but because until, Dallas didn't get the, the finals. Oh, they didn't FIFA. get the Yeah, uh, uh, they didn't uh, get the, uh, World, uh, Cup. the World Cup. Cup. They didn't get the World Cup, and they're all upset about it. Listen, the greatest city in the world should have the greatest event in the world, and that's the way it goes. Okay. All Dallas right. isn't the greatest city in the world. New York City is. Yeah, I and if you it. don't like it, tough crap. I hate You're it. wrong. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anything else you want to mention? No, that's it for me, bud. Uh, oh, one more on the Grammys. I don't get all the hoopla around Tracy Chapman and Fast Car. I hated the song when it came out. I don't know who Luke Combs is or Red McCombs or whatever. Uh, I hated the song back then. I still hate it. God, you are an <laughs> angry old white man. And Wyndham Clark is going to be the player of the year in the PGA. Mark it down. Why? Why him? He was fantastic. He was fantastic. He looks just, he looks like he's ready to explode. All right. That's interesting. Yeah. Oh, let's go. Kenny Loggins parts coming up soon. Huey Lewis. Huey so, Lewis was really good yeah. on this track. So is she. Yeah, she was. This was funny too, was, uh, was, uh, and, uh, and I can't think of her freaking name. Uh, um, Cindy Lauper. Cindy Lauper. So Cindy Lauper is doing that, doing that part. She's singing that part, and they keep. Wait, wait a minute. It keeps. There's noise. What, what, it sounds like there's people talking. Let's do it again. So Cindy Lauper sings again. You still can't get rid of this noise. Where's that noise coming from? And then they finally figured it out. Cindy Lauper has like a thousand bracelets on her arms, and that was making all the fucking noise. <laughs> it was. Really, you gotta watch that. W okay, watch the doctor's awesome. hilarious. Yeah. All right, uh, I'm, I'm done. All right, boys, like and subscribe. Peace out. Peace out. How y'all feel out there? 
Do you feel good? I said, do you feel good? Come on. The groove feel good when they make you move. Make your next move your best move. Uh-huh. I said, the groove feel good when they make you move. Make your next move your best move.